0: And I want to carry on in a similar thing. That's why I asked Richard also uh, to, to just bring us back to that again as well. <clears throat> Last time I spoke to you, I spoke about a song and I didn't sing it to you. And I heard afterwards that a number of people were <clears throat> trying to, to get hold of what that song was and were disappointed. And uh, I have a song for you today. Uh, and I won't disappoint you. Root them out, get them gone, all the little bunnies in the field of corn. Envy, jealousy, malice and pride, don't let the bunnies in your heart abide. I would but I've just seen Mark Baden's face would you believe would you believe that as a kid we used to sing rubbish like that and we have to be very careful what we sing that we don't you know otherwise we can point the finger at rubbish in the past and end up repeating that I don't suppose for a moment that any child singing that understood what envy, jealousy, malice and pride was. Probably most of them wouldn't have understood the picture of bunnies in the field. You know? <clears throat> it's just nonsense, isn't it? However, <clears throat> now we've got that out of the way, let's turn to uh, Hebrews Chapter 12. We've been inviting our network partners to join in with us in this time as we seek God. He helped now but responded. And as I read what he'd responded, um, of course I I hadn't had the thing from Richard then, something really struck me and I thought, you know, we we should not move past that. Therefore, this is Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1, therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin which so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let's fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. I still prefer the Uh, King James Version, it talks about lay aside every weight. I think that this explains it, but that has an imagery. Everything that slows us down, everything that holds us back. When I go running, (laughs) often overtaking Lynn Coles, I lay aside every weight. The large sums of money that I carry in my pocket, I lay aside. I don't want the extra weight. Uh, and anything else, yes. <laughs> Do you hear know what you he said? I mean, I stand here and I suffer rudeness and abuse. Some weight you can't get rid of. When I met with the, the teachers at the school, uh, the first thing they did was they brought out quite a big picture, and it was uh, from Sierra Leone years ago when Keith Marsh went there with me, which was way back in the early days, with the chief, uh, Paramount chief in in, uh, in Lungi, and the three of us. Uh, I said, put that away quick. Well, they said, no, th- no, this was John when he was older. He's younger now. I said, all right, you got the right message. <clears throat> All right. So Richard has already given us some clues. Uh, we're hearing, and I'm picking up something that you said that the route into the um, into that that uh, broad place is um, there are difficulties. There are things that have got to be pushed through. I'm trying to just see if I've written down here what you said. The way to the broad place is through hardness, <clears throat> which is picking up through Psalm 118. And there is much biblical uh, support for that. You know, there's a broad way that leads to death, a narrow way, and all the sort of difficulties in the narrow way. And basically, long and short of it, folks, it's a darn sight easier way to make a living than doing what we're doing. You know, this kingdom stuff, uh, you know, it's asking for trouble. You know, it's it's a lot easier way to live than this. I'm not saying there's a better way, I'm saying there's an easier way. But we have chosen this way because God chose us. And he chose us not to expire on the way, but to successfully uh, come to completion. He's a God of the finish, not just a God of the process. And so we can expect that, uh, yes, there will be these things that we've got to press through. And of course, God's interest is in our Development, becoming more and more like him. We understand that. <clears throat> so what I want you to do, um, do it in small groups, just a few people together. Oh, by the way, um, these things, if you're visiting or new here or something like that, you don't feel comfortable. Don't feel you've got to kind of join. You can listen in or you can just, you know, sit and hear what they're saying or think about West Ham or something like that. So, All right, so small groups, what, what are these weights? Oh, I just want you to do this a bit different. When you get into the small groups, I want you to ask God the Holy Spirit to just help you. I don't, I don't want just uh, a kind of superficial uh, list of ideas. See, Richard was just saying about it's God that cuts things off and it's God that does this. So, Get in a small group, one of you just lead in prayer, asking the Holy Spirit to just help us define. Because we can come up with a list of possible weights that need to be cast off. But I'd rather let the Holy Spirit direct us more specifically. And then you can just share that together and and pray again. So just take, just very quickly, into small groups, move around, um, however you feel comfortable and if you don't want to join in that's fine, that's alright nobody is under pressure in that <clears throat> and you're going to come back and then say what are the weights <coughs> weights that we've got to cast off lay aside every weight what I'm saying to you is I want you to pray together and get, ask God the Holy Spirit to kind of home in on specific things, whether for you or would we would be useful for others. So we're not just making a list, but we're answering the question. So what are the weights that we need to lay aside? All right, okay. Where well, you go? Okay. <clears throat> All right. Let's um, let's just draw back together. Remember the Bible saying about laying aside every weight and the sin that so easily uh, entangles us. So it's making a definition there. But interestingly, it's making a statement. Lay aside. Now, every time the Bible says something like that, then you know that under the gospel of grace, under what God has given us, he provides the ability to do that. So, if I say, you know, um, I'm just, I'm struggling with disappointment. What word is wrong there? Struggling. Yeah. See, we've got to understand that, that, that God doesn't want us to, to struggle. He's equipped us to actually overcome. And that's why it's so important that we hear what Richard's already brought us to, the Lord cut it off. Lord cut off the enemy. The Lord did it. So this is not about struggle. It's not about trying harder. See, the Bible warns us again. It says, can a, uh, the anger of a man doesn't achieve the righteousness of God. Can somebody, a man taking thought, add one cubit to his statue? Uh, it just... It is not God's way. And and we gotta understand sometimes the enemy would entrap us in the thought, Well if we just try harder or well, we struggle more. It's what God has provided. So let me read you what it says in the in the message. I thought this was interesting. <clears throat> Do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blaze the way All these veterans cheering us on. It means we'd better get on with it. Strip down, start running and never quit. No extra spiritual fat or parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished the race we're in. Study how he did it. How did he do it? He overcame by the power of the Holy Spirit. He overcame by the power of God. That's how he did it. That's how he causes us to do it. This is our gospel. That we can't, but he can. So it's possible because it says, lay aside. So so no matter how long it's been or what the issue's been. And he tells us again that actually, um, it even might be something going way back. You know, uh, inherited... Uh, characteristic or uh, whatever you like to call it. But then he says, but when you're born again of incorruptible seed. This is part of this, this great salvation. It's not about a ticket to go to heaven. Forget that nonsense. It's about to live under his rule, by his power, and show what he's like. And yeah, I mean, there may be heaven or whatever, all that stuff in the future. We'll look at that one day, probably when we get there. <clears throat> or it comes here. So we're born again of incorruptible. And I, this is another one: whom the sun sets free is free indeed. How about that? Sometimes good to come back to what God says. If the sun sets you free, you are absolutely free. You don't have to take it on. Philippians 3, verse 12. Not that I have already obtained all this. He's talking about, let me go back a verse. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow to attain the resurrection from the dead. Wants to embrace the process to become more and more like him. Not that I've already obtained all this, or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I don't consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, here it comes again, forgetting what is behind. Oh, how the enemy would have us to live in that mistake, that bog up, that mess that I made, that sin, that disappointment, that rejection, how he'd love us to keep having video replays of those things. But he gives us the power to turn away from those things. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me, heavenward in Christ Jesus. It's that same picture, isn't it? That same imagery uh, of a race and all the difficulties and all the sort of uphills and all the obstacles, and yet there's a there's a focus on something which is ahead that that keeps things moving forward. The weights make it make the going harder, make it more difficult. There's a, a sense in which. I don't know, you might say, blooded, but keeping on. I think God would speak to us in that realm at this time. I've obviously been thinking about this. And uh, I've got a list of some of the things. And I've come up with a a good idea. good idea is that I'll give you some of the things and uh, and then I'll hear from you uh, but then if you bring what I've already said you pay me a, you pay me a pound right if you bring something additional to what I've said that's great you pay me two pounds <clears throat> so get your money ready. 1 John chapter 2. i I'll going really come on that in a second. What are the weights? It's the first one I want us to look at. Uh, 1 John chapter 2 is verse 16. For everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man, the lust of his eyes, The boasting, what he has and does, comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away. But the man who does the will of God lives forever. This is, this phrase, the lust of the eyes, is about an inordinate affection that can take hold of us. A desire for something, a determination I'm going to have this, I'm going to go this way, or I'm going to do this, I'm going to get this revenge, I'm going to tell him what I think of him, I'm going to get back at that person. I mean, that thing that becomes a, a gripping thing. I will do it my way. It's inordinate, it's beyond what is expected, beyond what is normal. It's something that grips and that becomes a diversion. <clears throat> I see it. see it. Again, I've just seen it in Sierra Leone. When you take something and say it's mine, when you take something of the kingdom and try to own it, because everything we have, including our lives, we, we are stewards of it. My life is not my own. I'm dead and I'm hid with Christ in God. I can't then say me. I can't take it from me. I can't say, I will have what I want. I will have what He wants me to have. I will go where He wants me to go. And if we divert from that, we enter into this thing driven by a desire which is contrary to what God wants. And we're in the battle. You know the battle we're in? Who's in charge? Who's in charge? Are we surrendered to his rule or are we going our way? Be careful. Inordinate desire, a desire for things or a particular attitude or something that is anything in the world. I want it my way. And to try and take something. I've told you before of the, of, of the time when it just hit me so strongly when I was working together with Noel Woodruff, we went to see a fellow leader, anointed man of God, who was getting into some problems. And he said, I've, I've served God and I've served in the kingdom and I've served people all these years. I just need to, 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 to get something for myself, to do something for myself. I mean, it was like writing... His death sentence right there. And he would not be persuaded from it. We saw that man degenerate and eventually die. That was a very startling. If you try and take something. God's not giving it to you. You're in deep, deep problems. But his faithfulness always causes him to check us. So laying aside the weight of inordinate affection or inordinate desire. Intimidation. Remember the children of Israel? They said, you know what? We, we look like grasshoppers in the sight of the enemy. You know, little things that can be crushed. But the enemy hadn't said that. They were saying what they thought they looked like to the enemy. They had bought into an intimidation, a lie from the enemy. Defeat. Well, done for. Finished can't rise again. Discouragement. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Is it all worth it? Hmm. Hurt. This is just too painful. I'm just going quickly. Criticism. Just always, always facing negative. Rejection, well, I'm not really wanted, not really esteemed. I don't have anybody that I'd really call mine or friends. Disappointment, I'm talking about not necessarily sins, but weights. Things that mitigate against our onward progress into the large place. Disappointment, well, it didn't work out. Disappointment with self. Well, I thought God would have done this. I thought God would have answered. I I, I don't really see what he's doing. I'm just disappointed. Disappointment with God. Disappointed with self. Of course, then you get into that other realm. Well, I, I just, I resent that issue. I can't forgive that behavior. You know, the Bible says that the grace of God is there. That is God's help and strength in time of need. Grace of God is there. It's very real. It's not some mythical thing. It's very real. But if we fail to actually make use of that, you know what happens? The Bible says a root of bitterness takes place and it can defile others. Things that need to be dealt with and laid aside. Prejudice, having a wrong base of preference one over another. Corruption, lies, lack of integrity, dishonesty, unclean thinking, attitudes. Let me come back again to what Richard said. Way to the broad places through hardness. There are things that we have to face. How many times have we said, you know, you... You can't control what happens. But we can decide how we respond. Because sin don't any longer have dominion over us. We can choose to live righteously by God's power. And that's what he calls us to. Let's let's look again. We've been here before. Psalm 15. Lord, who may dwell in your sanctuary? Who may live in your holy hill? You know, this is this place. This is pressing on into him, wanting to, we were singing earlier, to know him more, to, to, to enter into a greater uh, place of intimacy. Who may live on your holy hill? He whose walk is blameless, who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from his heart, has no slander on his tongue, who does his neighbor no wrong, who casts no slur on his fellow man, who despises a vile man, but honors those who fear the Lord, who keeps his oath, keeps his word, even when it hurts, who lends his money without usury and doesn't accept a bribe against the innocent, he who does these things will never be shaken. This, I'm going too quick to really, but I just want you to get the gist of that. There's a way. What'd you come up with? Just call out. If you can't afford a quid and you're a bit frightened that you may say the same one as I've already got, then you can appeal to me and I may have mercy. Fear. Did I not give that one? Well, all right. Two quid, yep. Apathy. That's a weight, yeah. Let me just track back a minute one of the enemy's favourite tools is fear. I kind of think I did mention it but I'm not going to argue. We seem like grasshoppers in their sight. Intimidation, fear. He doesn't really want us to live under fear. Talking about what he wants. Apathy. Apathy. That's a horrible place to be. You know? You know when you're, you're, you're ill, you've got flu or something like that, and you, you've just got no get up and go. You get up and go, got up and went. Anybody understand what I'm saying on that? Horrible place to be. He doesn't want us to be there. So this is all about what God wants. Something else. This is good. Judy. Expectation of failure. Yeah. Yeah. I won't run with Ling Coles because I can't keep up with him. Hmm? Somebody else. Old religious, mindsets. Old religious mindsets. Lay them aside. Lay them aside. I was in the meeting and they're, they're, they're moving forward. They, this group in Ghana with Simpson and Christian and we're here for the conference the the one that Albert's involved with and uh, it's just very funny going back into those environments every time I happen to say hallelujah the whole congregation said hallelujah now it was completely out of context but the kind of an old religious mindset is that's what you respond to and I look forward to their further deliverance. So every few yards, in Accra, there's a there's a, a board for a church. The Heavenly Wishes, Divine Intervention Community. I mean, the names. I was one I was going to tell Lucy. I saw a, a maternity clinic. Keep smiling, maternity clinic. (laughs) Right, next. Old religious mindsets. All quick, the time's going. Excuse me, be quiet. (laughs) Living on yesterday's manner, Yeah. yeah. All I've got is what was before nothing today stubbornness yeah yeah it won't be shifted alright number of things now the point of this what would be the point of this exercise if we're just saying look here's some weights we need to lay aside and then just move on remember what we said right at the beginning God is here uh, and we want to hear what he's got to say but we also want to see what he's got to do this day, it's in the plan and purpose of God that we actually do the laying aside, allowing Him to do the cutting off. Sometimes you just hear God in a in a nudge or a whisper. Remember that when He was dealing with those religious people in Matthew 25, He said, "You know, I was hungry and you didn't feed me." He said, "What? What are you talking about?" Yes, you miss the opportunity. Well, God doesn't want us to dwell under missed opportunities. He wants us to repent and move on. In fact, let me say this. It's, it, you either dwell on it or you move on from it. It's as simple as that. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. He goes on to speak about faith and patience and perseverance bloodied not defeated we have to leave that maybe i'll come back to that next week because i want us to take a little time as we come to worship now to be doing doing some serious transaction before god on this because he's speaking to us and when he speaks it's not just for the purpose of information It's so that we can actually engage in seeing him confirm his word with signs following. And the signs we're looking for is that those things which God has touched. And I would be shocked if there weren't things that either when you were in that group praying or when you have been listening that there wasn't something that God said, here's a weight, here's something to lay aside. And it's not about struggle power, it's about his power. It's about what he can do, so that we can emerge into what he wanted through the process that he has decided. So let's worship him with that in mind, so that we are in a time of transaction. And do you know what? If you need to be praying quietly before God rather than singing, then do that. You know, this is not about shall we have a song service. It's about shall we meet with with Almighty God and allow his power to have real effect in us.